Hey y'all, welcome to today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before I dive into today's topic, I want to ask you something. I want to ask you to listen to the entirety of this entire episode before making assumptions or tuning me out. This topic is personal to me, and I'm sure it is personal to a lot of people in the health and wellness space. And I think it is so incredibly important that we allow ourselves to be open to more than what is popular on social media. Okay, (laughs) so with that being said, I know that every single person listening to this podcast is different. We are all different. We all have different bodies. We all have different lifestyles. We have different eating habits, habits, different goals. But there is one thing that I bet that we all have in common, and that is body image issues. Body image issues consumes most of us, especially women at a very young age and To be honest, it continues to rule our lives into adulthood. I personally hate it. I hate it with a passion. Something that I think is super cool, though, that social media has taken a turn towards is positivity and self-love. That results in an open space to be real and vulnerable. However, And this is how I feel, but I feel that it has gone a little too far in some ways. The body positivity movement is beautiful and it honestly is what was needed. And I know this topic is going to be controversial. It can get into the celebration of an unhealthy lifestyle if we are not careful. That can be just as harmful as hating yourself. I know that this episode is probably going to strike a chord for many, but just hear me out before you jump to conclusions. This episode is about toxic culture and body positivity. All right, y'all, let's get started. First of all, being healthy isn't about the way you look. I believe that it's about and helps all other aspects of your life. Exercise literally makes you happy. It's science. It also makes you at peace. It can be better than an antidepressant. And... A personal story um, to kind of go into the antidepressant. Jason has depression. And one thing that I have seen day in and day out that helps him tremendously is working out. It is scientifically proven that working out makes you happier. So if he works out that day, his energy is better. He is happier. He 
um, his mood, his aura, just everything about him that day is in a more positive direction. I always like to think of the quote in Legally Blonde. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't kill their husbands. They just don't. While that is, you know, somewhat silly, it rings true. Exercise and a good diet contribute to overall mental state. As the push for mental health awareness continues, we need to remember how closely connected mental and physical health really are. Let's talk about me personally. If I don't like this week, I have just been so slammed. And my producer of the podcast came in today and was like, is something wrong with you? And honestly, my energy level was a bit down and my voice was a bit like lower than normal. And I feel like my aura was just a little thrown off. And honestly, it's just because I have not really been consistent with working out this week because it too affects my mood, my energy level, and also my overall productiveness. Um, it, it, truly affects. When I started being active on Instagram, I was in a place in my life where I was just embarking on my own fitness journey, which at the time was focused on fitness competitions. Instagram used to be a place where people posted about being fit and muscular and skinny and beautiful, but the truth is that isn't always real. It was full of overused filters, which was so frustrating to many people. And it gave so many people anxiety when they would open up their Instagram app. Not only that, but it also, you know, comparing yourself to others and their lifestyle and all around, it just has a more negative effect on your mental state. And this issue isn't just isolated to just women. Men can get caught up in the cycle of comparison. They may not be as willing to talk about it, but it is definitely certainly true. In the same way our society puts pressure on women for what women should look like, we do the same to men. Women can actually have a harsher criticism of men. Obviously, this isn't true in every single case, but this absolutely happens. How many times have you heard women say, I want a guy who's six feet tall. I want him to have abs. I want him to, you know, have a certain job, look a certain way, muscular, no gut, a full head of hair. My point is everyone does it. Then... Instagram took a turn for realness, but I feel that in some ways we've overcorrected. I actually think that we may have gone just a little too far. I mean, it needed to happen. We needed to start talking about self-love and body positivity because we have definitely spent way too much time breaking ourselves down. It is a very good thing that influencers started changing the course on that. 
But, and I say this knowing it is going to definitely be a bit controversial. We are starting to take it, I feel, a bit too far now. And in many ways, we are almost promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. And I want to be clear that you definitely should feel good about yourself. This is vital to loving your body and loving yourself right where you're at. But again, this is how I feel. I feel that there is a balance. You can love yourself where you're at and still strive to do better. You can honor and appreciate the body that, like for me, carried and birthed a beautiful baby, but I could still want to lose the weight that I gained during pregnancy. It is a hard line because I completely understand the need for realness and positivity. I do not for one second want to promote being fake or obsessed or toxic, but there is also something to be said for being proud of your progress. And we should celebrate all bodies, all shapes, all sizes. But when you are flipping through a magazine or you're driving down the road and you see, you know, this beautiful plus size model and that is great and that is amazing and that should be celebrated, but that isn't always healthy. I do feel that this has gone so far that posting that progress photo or that progress video It's now sometimes frowned upon. I know that for me and several others in the health and fitness industry, it can be a little concerning to even post a fit picture of ourselves because of the comments. I'm not posting it to, you know, say like, oh, look at me, you know, but I'm posting it in the same way. I'm posting being real about my flaws because I also want to celebrate my progress. Listen, I'm a real woman. I'm a mom. I'm a coach. I'm a trainer. And I'm a former fitness competitor. These things all are a part of me. And in order for me personally, 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 can't talk, to be truly real, I want to be able to share all of that. And I want to be able to be proud of all of that. I have worked so incredibly hard to be happy with myself. And it's been a journey for me to get where I am today with my mind, body, and my soul. And I've talked about this a lot, especially in one of my last episodes, Lose Weight, Not Your Soul. I have been through 
so many toxic stages of dieting and working out for hours just to feel good about my body in a bikini. But I think it's okay to celebrate our successes, our non-scale victories, and our progress. And it's totally doable without becoming toxic. We should all love our curves and our cellulite and our flaws and, you know, everything that makes us who we are. We should be able to do all of those things and still be healthy. (sighs) Okay. Take a deep breath here because this is like getting a little like, you know, hot here, but I, I definitely feel that there is a hidden danger in the body positivity movement when it gets to the point of celebrating or promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. And to be very clear, I'm not saying that there aren't people with conditions. And I also know that we can all eat the same. We can work out the exact same and still all look totally different. But we need balance. We can be healthy and still enjoy the occasional dessert. We can be healthy and still have plenty of curves. Some people are just rewriting what is healthy because this is the harsh truth. Healthy takes some discipline and work. I get it. It's much easier to grab convenient food on the run, which tends to be the unhealthier option. But as we know, it's not optimal fuel for our bodies. And when we fail to fuel our bodies with nutritious foods, we're limiting ourselves. And yes, I too can find thousands of excuses to not work out on a regular basis. But once you found the right kind of exercise for you, I feel like it becomes a treat to move your body. There are so many benefits, like I said before, like the stress relief, the mental clarity, the increased energy, the improved mood, the sense of accomplishment, all of that. It can be done. It can be balanced. But I do fear that the message we are sending is, it's okay to let go. You don't have to be strict all the time. You don't have to put in the work to change your habits to be the person you want to be. You just work on how to mentally accept yourself living a less disciplined life. But let's be honest. No one feels as happy when they are talking to themselves into settling when they know they can be better. Here's the thing. Theoretically, we all want to live in a world where we can eat fast food and ice cream as much as we want. 
But have you ever tried that? I don't know about you, but every time I go excessively overboard on food, I feel like crap. My skin breaks out. I get bloated. I tend to be less productive. I get sick to my stomach. My energy levels are just shot. And the next few days are consumed with this overall gross feeling. Why? That's literally what I think to myself. Why did I do that? Because our bodies aren't getting the fuel that we need with that kind of lifestyle. Fueling your body and adding daily movement does so much more than cause you to lose weight. In fact, it's not about it's not about the weight at all. You should be comfortable with yourself regardless of your weight. But you should also know that living a healthy lifestyle will cause you to feel so much better on a daily basis. It will not only make you feel better, but it'll make you happier, make you more confident, confident and will allow you to live longer. Yes, reality check. Your children will have parents longer because living a healthier lifestyle means lowering your risk of developing many illnesses. You don't have to be the skinny girl body type. Some people are built bigger. Some people are built smaller. I as well am aware that we can, again, all work out and eat the same exact thing and we will all still look very different. We need to celebrate our body, however it is in its natural state, but we need to take care of it and we need to honor it. Realness is so beautiful and authenticity is extremely important, but I believe we can find a balance. I want to reiterate that I'm definitely not here to promote toxicity or unhealthy diet culture behaviors. Hear me when I say this, this is not the way I also want to say that I know that you can love your body through changes in all the different stages of your life. Be healthy and also celebrate the victories and the wins. You can appreciate the setbacks and you can learn from them, but you can also work for progress. So you're probably wondering, Paige, how do I do this? How do we find the balance? And I'm really glad that you're thinking that. Here are five ways to love yourself where you are without being unhealthy. Number one, be mindful of what you are thinking. Your body is a direct reflection of what is going on in your mind. If your weight loss or your goals are fueled by negative body image, it will lead to toxicity. You need to take control of your thoughts and celebrate your wins along the way. Mental victories and feeling better as a whole are more important than the number on the scale. Number two is be 
vulnerable and share your journey, whether you're sharing your journey on social media like I do, or you're sharing it with your family and your friends, it is important to share your thoughts and your struggles with those around you. You will actually be surprised what getting an outside perspective can do for you. And I feel that it's important to have support along the way. Number three, understand that there is no set standard of beauty or body type. Learning to love yourself starts with you realizing that nobody is perfect and everybody is different. There is no ultimate goal body or fitness model that you need to measure up to. You are you and your goal should be to just feel your best. Where I am now is not where I thought I would be. But this is the version of myself that I feel the very most comfortable and healthy. Number four, be thankful for what you have and the body that you are blessed with. You honestly need to start each and every day with a grateful heart and recognize the accomplishments of your body. If you're a mom like me, your body allowed you to bring a child into this world or your body enables you to care for them every single day. If you're a student, your body stays up super late, getting up super early for class, and it still allows you to hang out with your friends. Not that that lifestyle is particularly super healthy, but you get the point. If you're a child, I'm not sure you're listening to this podcast right now, but your body is giving you endless energy you need to completely exhaust your parents. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Number five, feel the benefits of exercise and moving your body. Physical activity stimulates feel-good chemicals in the brain that elevates your mood. It is, again, scientifically proven that exercise makes you happier. Your self-esteem will increase when you regularly exercise out of love for your body. That's one thing I, I like to say is we work out because we love our body, not because we hate it. Exercise also gives you more energy, and I know that it doesn't seem like it should work that way. It certainly doesn't feel that way at the beginning, but it's definitely true. Exercise because you can and because your body allows you to, not as punishment, but because you want to. If it feels like a punishment, find another routine or another form of exercise that you enjoy. At the end of the day, body positivity and body love is great, but it is okay to set goals and work to achieve them. A healthy lifestyle is about balance in every area, and that includes what you put into your body and how much you move it. It is possible to love your body, honor your body, listen to your body, and also celebrate progress and wins. That is it for me today, y'all. Okay, ready, set, 
Now go over to Apple Podcast and rate and review this episode. I want you to know that I personally read them and share them out on my Instagram and my Facebook. And I love, 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 love to hear from you. If you're listening to the show, head on over to my YouTube and watch it. If you can't watch, subscribe to the podcast so you can listen to every episode that drops. And a big thank you to my team that helps make this all possible. Thank you to Kate, who helps me juggle my day-to-day, Jason for the constant support, and my producer, who worked in media for over 10 years and successfully avoided being on camera and appearing in the credits because she refuses to let me say her name. Oh, she's letting me say her name. Wait a minute. Thank you, Chelsea. You're the bee's knees. Um, Hopefully she doesn't cut that out. (laughs) All right, y'all. See you next time. Bye.